0: hey moms welcome to the gather moms podcast my name is kate and i'm rebecca we've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you yes we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus, so you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. Season four of the Gather Moms podcast. We are on episode 46. That's old. 46? I mean, I'm 42. Somebody's going to take that personally, Rebecca. Oh, see, I just started back (laughs) and I'm already offending people. Okay. You know. I love 46. It's my favorite number. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, good try. Okay. Listen, though, we're excited because this new season has got so much fun stuff in it. Yes. We just can't even wait for all the wonderful episodes that are coming out because you guys are going to love them. Yes. And today we're going to talk about more trust. More trust. Kind of a like heavy word, don't you think? Yeah, that's a lot. For some reason, I pictured a trust fall, you know, just like standing there. Did you have to do that when you were like at church camp or something and had to like fall off some platform, you're like, oh, I really hope this works. Listen, I was not a fan of that because I always felt like I was a heavy girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want people to have to catch me. Rebecca, I mean, I love you so much, but I've seen pictures of you. You're, you've never been... Listen, I went to school with toothpicks. You know, I did too, actually, they so I know tiny. what you mean. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like cute and like fun. Real petite, yeah. And I was like, just the friend. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, they're going to drop me for sure (laughs) because I'm just the friend. (laughs) Nobody's trying to like get with me. So they're going to be like, oh, should we let her go? (laughs) emotional attachments in this group. Like they are okay if I hit the ground. Oh, it freaked me out. And I didn't like, because you would do it at church camp and you're like, well, these boys' hands are on my butt. (laughs) And also they could be grabbing other things. Like potentially you're falling back into them, you know, I don't know. But you were falling backwards, not like chest forward. Somebody could get a real easy side (laughs) grab. Come on. (laughs) Things I never thought while doing the trust fall. Someone's going to grab my boot. Well, I've always had a lot going on up top, so there's plenty of, you know, just a little swipe. You get plenty. Just right there for the taking. Oh, my gosh. the Thanks, we digress. Yeah, what were we supposed to be talking about? Trust. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's good. It's real good. Okay, but we're also doing something really fun on this season. We're talking about mom hacks. Yes. These are the things that make a mom's life easier. Yes, we want more of those. More of those. Yeah. And we need to be telling each other about them when we find one. Yes, we do. Because it's good stuff. It's the worst. When someone else, you find out they've been doing something and you're like, excuse me, that would have made my life a thousand times easier. Why did you keep that to yourself? Okay, so we're not keeping it to ourselves, mom. Yeah. We're telling you all about it, okay? So this mom had today. I kind of put it in this category with once you go, you never go back. Okay. Okay, I'm going to give you some other things that are in this category. Okay. Disney World. Once you go? Oh, not like you never go back. But like you never quit it. You never quit it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because you love it so much. Okay. So but that's Disney World. I've never been, so I have no desire to go back. I am trying to get you there. Oh, no. I, it just I, seems like a sweat no. nightmare. Once you go, you will never quit going. Okay. I talked to someone today. I went and had lunch at my daughter's school, and I talked to the principal, and he said that he is taking his adult children... They don't have kids, like no grandkids yet, just his wife and him and his adult children Uh to the 50th anniversary of Disney World in December. Wow. And they're so excited. Okay. Because they went as children and they can never quit going. Wow. Well, good for y'all. I just haven't signed up yet, so I get it. Also in this category is the air fryer. Okay. I don't have one of those either. Once you get an air fryer, you never go back. It's just amazing. Okay, And I just recently joined the air fryer group. I have not joined. I was an Instapotter. Yeah. And now I'm an air fryer. Are you done with the Instapot? No. I use Instapot, <laughs> air fryer, and rice cooker. I am all the All the cookers. appliances. Do you leave the air fryer on your counter? I actually have started putting it on top of my refrigerator. Okay. So just out of the way. So let me tell you my big hang up with the air fryer. I just don't want another gadget on my counter. I like my counters to be like mostly like nothing on them. Okay. This is where you have to just let that go, Kate. <laughs> like there's a part in motherhood where you just need ease and you need your children to be able to make a chicken nugget. Yeah. Or reheat a pizza yeah. without you being in the kitchen. Uh-huh. So you just put that air fryer in your counter but and why you leave can't it. they do that with a microwave that's already installed on the my microwave wall? Microwave makes it soggy. I agree. It does. I agree. I, I am not just for the ease of food, but the taste. Uh-huh. I'm not eating soggy pizza. I'll just be hungry. Okay, so let me tell you. My bougie parents just redid all their appliances in their cottage, not even in their main house, okay? They're like their vacation home, and their oven has an air fryer in it. So you can change the setting somehow to air fry. Or is this the microwave? One of them is an air fryer. I mean, I think that's awesome. I'm just like, the, the oven is so huge.
1: Like well, I don't you know, just want to do
0: one piece of pizza... Okay, but I'm just saying, area. I need it to be like a two-in-one appliance. I don't want to put something else on my counter. You've got your coffee pot on your counter. Yes, because I use it every day. Well, maybe I use my air fryer every day. Okay, I'm really considering it. Okay, good. <gasps> Christmas, it's coming. Yeah. Ask for it. Okay. Okay, and the last thing, once you go, you never go back, is my pocket knife. <laughs> so, I I am a female that carries a pocket knife. <laughs> of all the things I thought you were going to say. On my keyring. Okay. And it is so essential. Because of Daddy Steve. Daddy Steve yeah. gave me the pocket knife. I've lost a couple flying on airplanes. Yeah. Because once you go through that buzzer, yeah. they take it. And you forget you You're have it. You're never getting it back. Yeah. So, But it's got scissors on it. You always need scissors I've in the car. i whip it out. Yes. Yeah. It's genius. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm going to give you that for Christmas, too. Sis, these are all three things I have never ascribed to. And you might have just sold me on at least one. <laughs> Jeremy always has a pocket knife, so I'm not real worried about that one. But the air fryer, I'm coming around. Okay, it's good stuff. And your kids eat chicken nuggets like they're going out of style. Uh, Oh, yes. So they need one. Yes. Okay, so this goes in that category. And so this particular mom hack is... The Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Oh, yes. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, so I remember getting one of these years ago, and it just sitting under my sink, uh-huh. right? Because you get it, and you don't really know what to do with it. Yeah. But you're like, everybody says you should have one, and you right. never use it. Yeah. And then once you use it one time. Oh, yeah. it's You never go back. Life is it's forever amazing. changed. Yes. Okay, so I did some research, because I don't even know how that thing works yeah um, oh the science the science <laughs> bill nye the science guy tell me about the science of okay the magic eraser. it's made of melamine foam okay which is like plastic it's insulation and soundproofing material uh-huh yeah okay and so what they discovered is that it's actually a really effective abrasive cleaner yeah it um it becomes almost as hard as glass and it acts like super fine sandpaper yeah. on stain. So when you rub it, it gets the little stain out. But then it says that the foam actually sucks it up. Well, and that's why you got to be careful when you rub it on stuff because you can just go right through the stain to the next layer, the yes. paint, the, the fabric, whatever. Yes, so I have them. I actually have something that I love so much, which are, they look like dryer sheets, but they're magic eraser sheets. So they're what? very thin. okay. Because the thing about the magic eraser is it starts to disintegrate in sure, your hands. Sure. Yeah. So you have to cut it into little pieces. Yeah. So I cut mine into little pieces, so uh-huh. I just use a little bit at a time. But this one is a dryer sheet magic eraser. Okay. So you tear it off, Okay. and you use it, and then you're done. You just throw the whole thing away. Okay, so tell me some things you're using it on, the sheet. So Abby wrote on her wall with dry erase marker, Uh huh. and I got out the magic eraser. It came right off the okay, wall. Okay, but now wait. Are your walls painted with something like eggshell or satin because you can't eggshell. use it on flat paint no it's not flat it's eggshell okay listen don't paint your houses with flat paint can listen, we just like this is not PSA a choice i made for the world this is what the builders did don't do it and i'm like can i put some money under the table so y'all can just change out the paint you're about Low to spray everywhere yes. ridiculous yes okay so now it's eggshell then she got a new pair of shoes that are kind of that suedey fabric yeah and we wore them this weekend and she got dirt like stain on them Uh uh-huh got that little piece of magic eraser and just lightly rubbed that shoe yeah stain came right off love it yeah my little lydia has some white nikes like kind (gasps) of leather they make them look so pretty yes we cleaned them right up she was like oh my goodness how did you know to do this it's amazing yeah and then do you remember when those chalkboards and chalkboard markers were really like in style everywhere The Magic Eraser takes the chalkboard marker off the chalkboard. It does so much better than like a paper towel or anything. Yes. And if you've left a chalkboard sitting for a while and that chalk paint is like really in there, the only thing that gets off is Magic Eraser. It's amazing. Yeah, I agree. Totally amazing. What else do you use it for? I use it on doors. So, you know, doors get grimy like around the handles and stuff where the kids touch them. And so I just go over and I clean the doors with the Magic Eraser. So I love it for that. So, I have a flat cooktop. It's uh-huh. a ceramic cooktop. Yes. It takes the stains it, off your flat yes, ceramic cooktop. Yes, it does. Uh-huh. And I read this. I haven't tried it yet. It polishes silver jewelry. Oh, what? You know how it gets tarnished? Yeah. It, like, takes the tarnish off. Okay. Well, so, I use it in my stainless steel... Si- stainless steel sink so yeah. when I clean the sink I use the magic eraser and then I get in the like faucet thing where like you know we're pouring coffee out every day so sometimes it kind of gets stained and it takes the stain and everything right off and your sink is all shiny again I haven't tried it in my sink I'm gonna try that yeah
1: yeah listen it it's
0: kind of like a fun fi- a family fun day <laughs> everybody gets a magic eraser and you're like, let's just start at the front of the house what and make our way to the you back. Clean, it's so great. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we've used it. Gosh, I can't even think of the myriad of things that we've used it for over the years. So that's awesome. That's it's a, great a genius pack. mom hack, people. And we forget about it. But so I buy the tub at Costco. There's like a, they come in a big old tub. And then I just keep it under the sink, and then we just pull it out when we need it. We use it to clean um, hard water stains off the glass shower. I read that. Yes. And it works great. Now, Jeremy has to do it because he has more elbow grease strength than I do. Yes. You know? Yes. Or it's just I tell him that so that he's the one to do (laughs) it. We're not going to let him listen to this episode. Yeah. He'll never it, know. It works great. I, truly, though, actually, he it is he does better than I do with it. So I that works great. I need to try great. that, too, because we have those hard water stains on our shower door. Yeah. But listen, moms, cut it up. Don't use the whole thing for a small job, because then it starts to disintegrate, and you're yeah. not really sure to do. So cut it into some smaller pieces. I like that. It's easier to hold. Once you get the whole thing wet, you can just use the whole thing, and then you're just off and running. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Ready? Do you um swipe? clean what is what is the tool I'm looking for? Do you like uh, swipe your glass after you take a shower?
1: No. squeegee. squeegee. No, we don't
0: squeegee our glass. We squeegee our glass after every single shower. I remember when Kate moved into this house and she was like, "What is up with my shower? It's got stains. Oh, and water. I hated it." And she got the squeegee that like changed her life. Yes, I hate hard water stains. They annoy me. Nobody is looking at that stain but me. Me. I don't care. It, oh, I yeah. Don't care. I'm in the shower trying to have peaceful shower time, and I'm no. like twitching because I look over and there's all these oh. hard water stains. Kate could not live in my house. <laughs> there are so many things that would make her twitch. <laughs> so now it's just a habit. So we just squeegee it when we get out. I do think my mom used to have, I think Judy used to have a squeegee. Yeah. I wonder if she still squeegees. I'm I don't know. ask her. Once you get used to it, I mean, it's like, it takes 15 seconds after you're done with your shower and then it like saves you a world of hurt because all of a sudden you had clear glass and now it's frosted. What? Maybe happened? I want it frosted <laughs> in case someone comes in the bathroom with me. They can't be seeing anything. Okay, Maybe good. I have ulterior motives. There you go. It's intentional on your part. For the hard water stain. I love it. That's so funny. Okay, so I think that the magic eraser is like a magic wand. I yeah. Just, it, it does whatever you want it to do. Yes. I feel like we need a magic wand in our world today. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does anybody else feel like it's falling apart? Is it just me? No. Like, oh, my gosh, dude. you know how awesome it would be to just be like politics yes magic eraser magic eraser <laughs> covid magic, magic eraser, eraser. <laughs> oh my goodness i really feel like walking out our front door takes all the courage we can muster now 100 like what is coming today yes and i feel like throughout all this pandemic we kept saying it can't get any worse oh gosh it can't get any worse where were we wrong and then every year i mean years people were in years now i right Right. Yes, and we keep well. Maybe 2022 will be better. Right. No, because because some, the last time something would have happened, you know, you'd be like, "Well, that was in 2019," and we're like, "Oh, right," because we didn't do anything in 2020, and then now <laughs> to 2021. 20, <laughs> yeah, and it just keeps getting bad. Lydia's been coming home from school asking me about Afghanistan, and oh, I'm like, "Okay, they're talking about it at school." Yeah, I guess she's fifth grade. It's time. Yeah, in their sage class, Miss Burns has been talking yes. about you know. Uh, I, maybe we shouldn't use proper names on the podcast, but she doesn't care. <laughs> but they've been talking about what's going on over there and helping the kids process it. So we had to, like, take a beat, and I had to walk her through 9-11. Because yes. she doesn't remember. She, well, she doesn't remember. She, doesn't, she wasn't alive, so yes. she doesn't know all the details about that. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, life is banana pants. If we could magic erase her, the whole world, yes, bring it. Yes. um, I, There are so many things I want to say right now that I feel like are not afraid for the podcast. Some other things coming up that I want to Magic Eraser. I'm going to just keep moving on. Okay. Um, I really just think we need more trust because there's so many things in our world right now that we can't control. Yeah. And we really, ha- we can't see the future. Yeah. I think you kind of assume that you know what's coming in the next year. Yes. And, and really, with what's happened in our world right now, we have no idea what's for coming. Sh- for sure. I think that was one of the most startling things about 2020 is realizing we thought we had control and, like, an idea of the days ahead, but really that was just a mirage. Like, we we really have never had any control, and it's very unsettling. Very unsettling. We can't trust scientists. Right. Sorry. Yeah. I love y'all. Thanks for going to school. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Maybe one of you's right, but how do we know? <laughs> Whichever one Facebook is allowing on yes. their feet. Okay. Yeah. We can't trust politicians. Yeah. Uh... Bless them. There's probably some good ones. There are probably some good ones. Yeah. Yes. But how do we know? I love the news. Uh-huh. I almost just can't even handle the news, and that's a big deal for Rebecca Bradford to no, not be watching the news. because my problem with the news is like, is this true? How do we know? Right. <laughs> right. We can't trust ourselves. Yeah. Because as much as I thought oh, man. I knew how to handle it, how to take care of my family, how yeah. to prepare, Yeah. I'm finding myself going, nope, that didn't work. No, I can't trust nope, myself. that didn't work. Right. Because my emotions are out of control. You know, I make a decision. I look back and I'm like, well, that was stupid. Yes. Well, it's because I was anxious or stressed or hungry, you know, and <laughs> so I I can't trust myself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We need more trust. And I'm reading this new book called Holier Than Thou by Jackie Hill Perry. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. And so she has this quote in there that stirred up this whole idea for me for this podcast. Okay. Here it is. She says, if God is holy, then he can't sin. If God can't sin, then he can't sin against me. Mm. If he can't sin against me, shouldn't that make him the most trustworthy being there is? Wow, yeah. And I thought that really is uh, applicable to me right now because do I trust him? Mm. And do I know his character well enough to know that he is trustworthy? Yeah. Because what she's talking about here is the character of God. Right. God is holy. Right. He can't sin he's the only thing that we can trust. If all those things that we just listed off, you know, it's like, how do we know if what they're saying is true or not? We don't, how can we, you know, with the scientist or a politician or the news or just a myriad, even myself, I can't, but I can trust God and I cannot put on him the same things that I'm placing on the rest of the world where I'm living in not trusting and kind of always being like given a side eye, like, is this real? Right. Like, can I, can I put my hope in this? And when we give God the side eye, we try to take back yeah. what he's supposed to be carrying for us. Yeah. And we screwed up. Yeah. So trustworthy means deserving of our trust. And trust, um, Some just some um, similar words for it, confidence, mm. um, the expectation of something, hope, reliance on someone's strength, ability, integrity, the surety of something. Yeah. I, I love that, the surety of something. I want to be sure yeah. of something. God is trustworthy. We can be sure of him. And I feel like this so relates with motherhood because as moms, we want our kids to trust us. Yeah. There's so many things that we teach our children that we basically can't give them like the whole from beginning to end. We just have to say, trust me. Yeah. Just trust me. Right. This is, this is in your best interest. Trust me. Yeah. Sometimes I can explain some of this to you, but sometimes I can't. You're just going to have to trust me that I know what's right. Do it this way. Trust me. Yeah. Hey, I know what I'm talking about. Trust me. Yeah. I feel like as moms, we're constantly doing this with our kids. Uh Uh-huh. But then when we have to then trust God because he said, hey, I know what I'm doing. Trust me. Yeah. We respond the same way our kids do. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Well, I think. Right. Well, couldn't we? Uh Uh-huh. I've been working on this with Abby lately because I feel like when we talk about doing something, she always has a comeback. There's Mm. always a, but what if, Mm -hmm. but could I, or she'll even start to do the thing I just said not to do. Uh Uh-huh. Almost like without knowing it. Because they just don't trust you. Yes, they don't think that what you're saying is really true. They feel like their way's better, or you don't understand the whole picture, or you know. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes intentionally, I might lie to my children. You would never. No, when, of course you would. When it's late at do. night and I would like a snack, but don't don't want to give them one. Oh my gosh! Yes. No, we don't have any more ice cream. Yeah. Nope. Totally out. Put those babes in the bed. Yeah. Get totally out bowl. of M Ms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or do you remember when the time change happens uh-huh. and you're so ready for bedtime, but there's still light outside? Yeah. And you're like, oh, listen, it's time for bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just going to have to put a pillow over your head because it's still light outside, but I'm tired. So yeah. Let's go to bed. Yeah. Have you ever lied to your kids? Oh, about stuff all the time. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, of all the things I feel like, um, I've, I feel like I've told them that the Wi-Fi isn't working so that they have to get <laughs> off of it. <laughs> You know? That's good. Yeah. I would have to sit here, sorry, and think, but I, yeah, I I give them little, I think the best moms are the most creative liars. That is such a good award. I really believe it. Yes. You have to be able to, you know, tell the version of the truth that your children need to hear in the moment. The the best moms are the most creative liars. Y'all, the way she just said that, tell your version of the truth. In the best way possible for the moment. Yeah. Somebody tweet that. Yeah, that's okay. That's that's good. Truth is fluid in this house (laughs) based on (laughs) what is best for all parties involved. Usually the mother. Yes. Yes. I do. We do arrange our lives a little bit around us. I mean, come on. Yes, but, uh, you know, we're all, it's all kidding, because we're not ever going to, like, tell our kids something that's untrue that would cause them harm or anything. It's just, sometimes I think you don't want to, like, have to explain the whole thing. Yes. Until you're, like, just this. You mean, like, th- where babies come from? Yeah, or, you know, something like why they can't have the ice cream. It's just easier to be like, oh, no, we're out. You know, you don't want to have to get into why mom can have it, and you can't, and you need to go to bed, you know. Do you ever wonder if God's like, I wish you were too. I could just say, nope, we're out, and you just buy it. But no, you're 42, and so when I say we're out, you're like, okay, but wait a minute. Yeah. I was just a target, and I saw some, and all the questions. All the questions. So even with the best intentions, we as moms, we still make mistakes. Yeah. We really do want the best for our kids. I really am trying to tell them what I think is in their best interest. Yes. But they don't always trust me, and we do the same thing with God. But God is not us. Mm. And so when we look at the character and the person of God, we know that he is perfect. Right. He did not sin. Yeah. He is holy. His truth is not fluid. Let, yeah, let's say that one more time. Because <laughs> people listen to this podcast and be like, uh, what? No. Yeah. His truth is not like my truth. No. His truth is not fluid. His truth is truth. Capital yes. T all the time, unchanging, what I can count on. Yes. yes. First Peter 2.22 says, he committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. Mm. He was perfect. Yeah. Everything he did was perfect without sin. He can't sin against us. He can't lie. He never doesn't fulfill his promises. He never forgets. Mm. He never fudges the truth. He never says just this once. Yeah. He never does that. Yeah. He is constant. Just what you said, constant, never changing, Always holy, always true. And we have to be able to rely on that as moms. Yeah. Because it's the same way we want our kids to rely on us. Mm -hmm. So, as moms, we really are setting an example for our children that we one day want them to follow in God. Yes. But too often we as moms don't follow our own example. Sure. So, God does not lie, He's also powerful. One of the quotes that she has in this book, Jackie says, is in other words, God rules with power, He doesn't have to borrow. Yeah. I mean, just imagine that for a moment. He rules with power he doesn't have to borrow. He never runs out. He never forgets where he put it. Yeah. He doesn't have to go to the store to get more. There's no other being in creation that he is wielding power from. Right. It's all within him. Yes. Everything is within his control. Yes. And I think that's so comforting when you think about it doesn't matter what is happening in the world today. All the stuff we talked about when you walk out your front door and you're not sure what's coming, all that stuff is within his power. Yes, he doesn't have to take a nap. He doesn't have to recharge. He doesn't need a cup, cup of coffee. It's an eternal, ongoing, constant source yes. of incredible power. Isaiah 40, verse 25 through 26 says, To whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? asked the Holy One. Look up into the heavens. Who created all the stars? He brings them out like an army, one after another, calling each by its name. Because of his great power and incomparable strength, not a single one is missing. Mm. He knows all the stars by name. Yeah. He knows all the hairs on your head. Yeah, he knows everything that's happening in our world at this very moment. Right, and I think that's so hard for us to keep in mind because just like as we're comparing it to ourselves and the you know the the trust that we kind of look in and what we can see, <clears throat> I think about my own self and I cannot keep up. I have no idea how many hairs are on my kids' heads. Even if one was the last time he took a shower, you know, are we supposed to have music today or? Is it art or is this thing due or is it time for my car to get an oil change? I have all these things I cannot keep up with. And God is not like that. Mm -mm. He knows every single detail at every single moment. He is not harried and, and needing a calendar and reminders and things like I am. He knows it all. And we can trust him. We can trust him. To be constantly in the know yeah so I don't have to be I can yeah, let that go. That's right. I don't have to know about tomorrow. I don't have to know about next month. I don't have to know about next year yeah because God knows yeah so I was reading um, in Jackie's book, and she used an example from Scripture that I loved and there was one verse that really caught my attention. I don't know, mamas, if you're like this where you've read Bible stories over and over again and you're like, oh yeah, I totally remember that and then you read it on one random day, and something just catches you that you've never even considered before. And mm-hmm. so all of you have probably heard this story about Jesus calming the storm, right, right? with the disciples in the boat. Yeah. So let me read it to you, and then we'll get to the, the part that caught me. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 38 says, That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him, and a furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Hmm. So the part that caught me that I've never seen before, don't you care? Yeah. They didn't ask about his power. Right. They didn't ask about the weather. Uh-huh. They They were essentially asking about themselves. Yeah. Don't Don't you you care care? about us? Mm. And I thought about one of the reasons maybe why I don't trust God is because I think I sometimes assume he doesn't care. Yeah. About what I'm going through. Yeah. Like, do you really care about me? Because I think most of us would agree that God is holy and perfect. Yes. So no, he's not going to lie to me. I think most of us agree that God is powerful. He created the earth and all that is in it from nothing. But would we all agree that God is trustworthy because he cares for us? And not just us, because he cares for you. Yeah. The disciples were standing over Jesus, fast asleep in this boat, asking him if he cared. Teacher, do you care? I'm drowning. Do you care? Yeah. I'm scared. Do you care? Yeah. Not that we don't think God has power to do what he says, but maybe we think he doesn't want to do it for us. Mm. And as mothers, we spend our entire days caring for other people. Yeah. That's all I do. Yeah. From the moment I wake up to the time I go to bed, I'm caring for all the people around me. Yes. I'm caring for their bodies, their minds, their stomachs, their backpacks, their laundry. I'm caring, caring, caring. And one of the things that I think sometimes as moms we get weary of is we just don't feel like there's anybody that cares for us. Yeah. And do we sometimes assume and put that on God too? Do you really care for me? Yes. First Peter 5, 7 says, humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. He does care for us. And I think I think we can fall into the trap that, that the disciples did there that just because we don't see God responding in the way that we feel like he should does not mean that he doesn't care, right? Mm-hmm. He knew Jesus was able to rest because he knew the outcome. He knew what was going to happen. He knew he could calm that storm in a moment. But because things weren't playing out like they felt like it needed to, just like we talked about, They felt like he didn't care. Right. One of the things that Jackie says in her book, she says, God is not like us, seeing the needs of others and scrolling to the next post, declining the call, denying relief. Remove the lie from your mind that God does not listen, speak, or act when asked. He is alive at all times, answering every prayer. Sometimes a yes, other times a no, many times a wait. All these answers are good. All three are governed by wisdom for our good always. Yeah. He doesn't, he's not unaware of even the most minute thing that's happening in my day that's causing me anxiety or stress or worry. Right. He knows what's happening and he cares about it. I just think sometimes, just like we as mothers do, he's allowing us to experience something that's birthing in us more character. Yeah. More endurance, more strength. Yeah. I do this with my kids all the time. Um, My son slept through his alarm this morning Uh and missed band practice. Uh Uh-huh. And I had it within my power to fix that. Uh-huh. I was actually up. Yeah. Um. And so I, there was some confusion with what was happening this morning. But as I began to think about it, I thought this is one of those lessons where I really think it teaches him something yeah. to have to endure this. Uh-huh. And I could have rescued him from it, but he would have learned nothing except mom is going to pick up for me. Right. And I don't think that God is intentionally trying to harm us. I just think at certain times, just like with the disciples in that boat, just like you said, he knew the storm was there. Yeah. He knew the waves were big. He yeah. knew that it was causing a ruckus on the boat, and he was asleep because he had the power, yeah. and he knew he was going to take care of it. But in that moment, it birthed something in those disciples' character to have to feel that moment of fear and go to Jesus and say, Wake up, wake up, don't you care? Yeah. And then to see him act and rescue them. That's right. Yeah, because just because you didn't wake your son up this morning doesn't mean you didn't care. Right. You actually cared enough to to allow the situation to happen, and um, I think that's a good word for us all. That I think it's honestly it's just sweet for me to remember that he does care. That God does care about everything. I can come to him with everything, and I may not get the outcome that I'm looking for, or or have him answer it in the way that I hope, but. To know that he hasn't left me, he, he hasn't, he's not taken a nap, he didn't press snooze, he's there paying attention and caring for me. I do believe that in the times we're living in, it's requiring an inordinate amount of courage and trust. Yeah. And we are setting an example for our kiddos because we don't have all the answers. Yes. And we may have had all the answers in 2018 or 2019 or whatever it might be, but we don't have all the answers. And we really are having to trust that our God is at work. Yeah even when we don't see all the things happening the way we would choose for them to happen. Yes. And we need to be that shining light for our families and our friends and our neighbors that we have more trust yes. in our God than we do our world. That's right. And we can represent him to them, right? We can we can have a trust in God and then therefore go out and represent him to the world, to the people that are, that we care for, to our communities, just like you said, where where we aren't living in fear or panic or, you know, does God care about us? No, we can say, hey, God cares about us. He's paying attention, right? This may not turn out like we planned that it would, but we know that he's got us. So real quick, I want to share a few scriptures. Um, Why do we need more trust? because we're afraid. And Proverbs 29, 25 says, the fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. I think that's good. I Let's stop on that. The fear of man is a snare. I think we see, we are in a world right now where people are ensnared in fear and it is causing, and it's a fear of man because we get these reports, we get news and all these things. Um, I get ensnared in fear of man when I'm worried about what other people think of me, and I get trapped in it because I'm focused on the wrong thing. I'm trusting in someone else or some circumstance instead of trusting in the Lord. Well, what we talked about at the beginning, that God is holy and perfect, if you trust in man, you're trusting in an imperfect. Yes. As much as we want scientists to be right or politicians to be good or countries to be at peace, those are men and women. Yeah. They're human fallen creatures that sin and make mistakes. So if we trust in them, we're trusting in the wrong thing. It's going to let us down every time. Right. But when we trust in a holy God who is perfect and always has our best interest in mind, then we really are kept safe. Mm-hmm. Why do we need more trust? Because we have a worldly definition of good. Romans 828, 31 through 32 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Girl, that's good. Because I think in our, especially in our American culture, we believe that if God is blessing you, you live in a mansion, you drive a Rolls Royce, your life is ease. You get to go on these amazing vacations, right? Mm-hmm. That oh, sure. We have somehow equated this American dream you know opulence with God's blessing and my goodness the the bible does not say that what is good to god does not necessarily mean what is good to america right and i think it reminds us that if god was willing to give up his son yeah to save us from hell and to give us eternity with him in heaven why would he not also give us the things we need today yes And he will, it's just not going to look the way the world says it's going to look. Right. So when you do have to endure a hard thing, or you do have to go without, or you do have to just make a choice to not go along with the world and what they says is is important, then it's you choosing the good of God over the good of man. Yes. And I want his good. I want God's good, for sure. And why do we need more trust? Because our minds are full of everything but God. Mm. We're so busy coming up with our ideas of how to fix something in our mind that we work ourselves into chaos. Yeah. And Isaiah 26, three says, you will keep in perfect peace. Those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Yes. And here's what I would say to us moms is I think because we are moms and we're awesome. We have great ideas. Mm -hmm. I have great ideas for my family. Yeah. I know how to keep them organized and on time and looking fabulous. And so I will fill my mind with everything but God. Mm. I will look to social media. I will look to the target ads. I will look to what others are doing. And I will take all that into consideration when I'm trying to figure out my plans for my family. Yeah. And very often I don't go to the Lord first. I don't look to his word. I don't pray about it. And this says that you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Mm -hmm. And it says minds because I think we have to be filling our mind with God. Yes. And if you're not in the word and you're not reading your Bible and you're not seeking out godly wisdom from friends that you trust, and if you're not putting that before what the world says, then you're essentially filling your mind with chaos. So why wouldn't you be frantic and anxious? And then you descend into chaos. You know, you were talking about the the storm on the boat. It also makes me think of Peter walking out to Jesus on the water. You know, in that story, Jesus is on the water and Peter says, I want to walk out to you. And while Peter's eyes are on Jesus, he walks on that water. Because he has confidence, yes. right? Like Trust. you talked about, yes. surety. He trusts that Jesus has got him. But then the storm comes up. And what does he do? He takes his eyes off of Jesus and he starts to look around at the storm. And that's when he starts to sink. Yes. And so, just like that verse says, our minds, our eyes have to be focused on Jesus, walking confidently toward him, knowing that he has got us. Because when we start to look around at the storms, we start to sink. And I. Deal with it regularly. And when I start to feel anxious and overwhelmed and want to just shut down, I realize it's because I've taken my eyes off of the cross. I just want you to know today, moms, that God cares for you. Yes. He cares about every single thing that you care about. Mm. He really does. He's not scrolling past you. He's not taking a nap. He's not looking away. He cares about you. And he knows that when you put your trust in him, he will not disappoint. He will not fail you. He will not forget you. He does not lie to you. He is the most sure thing that you have. And as we go through this year, you need to have more trust in the great God that you serve. And don't look to yourself and don't look to the world and don't look to easy mom hacks to make it all easier. Put your eyes on Jesus and walk towards him. That's right. So whatever it is for you today, if that means you need to turn off the news or or stop scrolling, or unfollow, or unsubscribe, whatever that is, so that you can have more God, more trust, more Jesus in your life. Instead of all of these things that we cannot put our hope in, do it now. Do it today. Pick one thing that you can do in order to have more trust in God. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to see you next time. Bye, Bye, moms. moms. Want to link arms with other moms who get you? Join us at the Mom Event October 22nd and 23rd. The live event will be at Lake Point Church in Rockwell, Texas. Go to lakepoint.church mom to register.